0: With Aaron Cow, I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk Real sports with a real man. Come after me! I'm a man. I'm forty. And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We are talking about practice, man? I'm the MVP. 225 9698 is the phone of the text line. That is 225 9698. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things, whatever else might be on your mind. Feel free to chime right in at 225 9698. If you're going to be outside the listening area, you can stay in touch with the show a couple of ways. You can log on to kadsam.com. You can download the app. Man, the app's got it all it's got radio, it's got the Penny News, it's got uh, Big Elk and Paragon TV. Speaking of Big Elk TV, Coach Maynard in here at nine thirty on Wednesday. So we'll talk to the head coach of those Big Elks, gauge his excitement level coming into the, another season, coming off the first district title in almost a quarter century. A couple of home playoff games back to back, semifinal appearances for the Brown and White. So we'll uh, we'll get pick his brain about what we look forward to seeing here in the fall at Big Elk Stadium also the skinny on sports podcast available each and everywhere you can find podcasts so if you miss one of the shows and you want to go back and see what we had to say easy to find or if you just want to go back because it's something really interested you you want to go back and listen again easy to find just go basically anywhere where you can get a podcast and you can find it there good morning jared
1: good morning
0: so how was your weekend it
1: was good fishing derby fun Think we? Uh, I think it went off pretty good, don't you?
0: Boy, I tell you what, I was really excited the way that thing started.
1: <laughs> the very first fish. The, the, um, well, I
0: mean, in the first five minutes, we had a 19-pound catfish, and we had had multiple above two-pound bass. Just bam, 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 and then all of a sudden, just the dangest thing happened.
1: Turtles, turtles. Everybody started
0: catching turtles.
1: Turtles were hitting on something on Saturday. Must be the conditions were right, or I don't know.
0: Uh, You know, there was one one lady that came by and had a suggestion. Guess what? We weren't the right people to make that suggestion to.
1: Which the suggestion would be
0: load the turtles up and take them to Elk Lake to get them out so that they wouldn't be, you know, so infested into the pond. Listen, that could be a fine suggestion. I don't know if the people that fish Elk Lake would like that, but that's we don't we don't run that pond.
1: Yeah, that we that's why we catch and release. We put them right back in. Yeah, you
0: could. The game wardens always say you can keep them if oh, you really? want to. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I know there was a couple pound and a half crappie that I was hoping somebody would let me keep. <laughs> Holy Moses! Slabs were in the house there toward the end, of the, and it was weird because it was later on in the day when those crappies started rolling in. Now, all in all. I'm
1: not a, a expert angler by any means, so I wondered if something to do, you know, with the weather conditions, the type of bait that was being used, it just happened to attract the turtles more than anything else.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I was, know. I was trying to think. It seemed like the turtles started getting caught before, uh, because a lot of times, I, I, it, it is that the first time you can remember that amount of uh, minnows. H2O brought out so many minnows for the kids. They brought out a lot. They brought, I mean, unbelievable what all they did to help us out this weekend. Thanks to Sean and the gang over there across the street. Man, they were awesome. But I was thinking, okay, you know, the worms are always there. But was it a minnow thing? Was it just, yeah, like the weather? The wind was blowing in a weird way? Is it just we have a giant turtle population in the pond right now? I will tell you this. That 19 pound snapping turtle that somebody caught. I missed that. You did not see that? I didn't
1: see the 19 pound snapping turtle. Yes. No. Wow. That's scary. You think? I'd say leave that guy alone. Oh my gosh. Did they take it over to the game warden? Yes, th- and he held
0: it by its tail. Yeah, and, hey,
1: can you get the hook out of this
0: thing? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> its mouth was as big as my hand. Like, if I make my my hand a fist, his mouth was wide open, and, and I think I could have stuck it in Ooh. there. Oh, no. You, I mean, seeing something like that and where that, you know, that, that's where I can almost believe there's anything out there. Just because yeah. of how, I mean, the prehistoric-looking those things are yeah yeah Yeah, i i I don't know i I have a feeling that thing was disposed of (laughs) that might have and if not it should have been that was a major mistake on our part part, to let that thing back out in the wild (laughs) at least right there at that point when all of the uh the children were there but yeah no 19 i think it weighed like 19.2
1: i mean i wouldn't even try to weigh it
0: Oh, Jimmy did. <laughs> Jimmy was all about it. They still had it in the net. It was the one they got. It, it never got out of the net. Yeah. Until it went over there to the to the uh, the game wardens and they drug it out and they were holding it up and the kids were taking pictures with it. I just kept on thinking, man, if I I don't want to go. It, if that thing strike, like rip your leg off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate you. I hate that you missed yeah. the nineteen pound snapping turtle. I don't
1: know what I else doing. At one point, I, I ventured off to my truck, Uh, speaking of my weekend, watching my kid who played down in Dallas. So she had one game, so I was kind of watching it, watching the first half of my truck. But that was happening at the same time as the kids' uh, casting conference. It was right in there. So maybe that's when I missed it.
0: Yeah, it was right. It was in that neighborhood of time. But anyway, thanks to everybody coming out. It's awesome it again. Good
1: numbers. The, the heat wasn't bad. That heat didn't really set in until about mid-afternoon, I don't think, so... Or I think so. I I don't think the heat had. I was a little worried about that. I thought we had great weather. You stayed in the shade. You were good.
0: Yeah, there's there's no doubt that since you and I have come aboard here, the major change in the fishing derby that has helped with that is it stopping at noon instead of two. Because by two o'clock you'd been roasting.
1: Yeah, and then we've noticed by noon people were leaving mm-hmm. anyway as they were moving on. Yep. And thanks to Presidio, they cooked some good food for us. Yeah, they did. Um, we had SWOTA out there doing like origami stuff. That was pretty cool. Who else was out there? Uh, we had snow cones, we had some food trucks out there, all of our sponsors, too many to mention. You mentioned H two O, supply Menace. Yeah. Uh very cool. And it's always fun to watch those kids just light up when they catch fish, you know. That's what that's why we call it the kids fishing derby.
0: Think all for those kiddos. Four of the twenty two tags were caught.
1: With we four, I thought it was just three. Four? we didn't see or we didn't on the text on any illegal weights planted in the fish i think everybody's on the up and up do you sure
0: do you jared
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely i, th- I believe the i guy- thought it was I incredibly
0: believe- suspicious that at eight o'clock on the dot we had a 19 pound <laughs> catfish pulled out of the pond the city pond okay,
1: i was wondering if you're gonna broach the subject or well of not, course i uh, am of what time that thing was turned
0: in right at eight right at eight i thought when i saw it coming i thought what in the there's no way now listen i do know that people catch fish mm-hmm. from other places and they'll put them they'll, they'll kind of it's almost like a community stocking of the pond in a lot of ways
1: they'll bring them they'll
0: bring in, in them and put them let them go in, into the pond so that it's definitely possible yeah and you know, right there at the first, it was like boom, 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 boom. Now, I'd have been a lot. Here, here's the thing: nobody had any idea if there was even a prize for the biggest fish, right? So, what was the what? What was the motivation? Now, if it had a tag in it, bragging right If somebody would have brought a bucket with four tagged fish in them, then I'd have been like, "Hey, wait a minute, yeah, this is a little." Well, it was odd.
1: funny. The young man I know him real well is over there from Canute Trapper is the best fishing hunting name ever. He won. He brought in two fish at a time. And he didn't realize he was more excited about the untagged fish he caught because it was bigger than the, mm-hmm. he didn't realize he had caught a tagged fish. And even after giving him the $100 bill, I think he was still more happy with the bigger <laughs> yeah. fish.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it, if you wanted the tags, they were on about a half pound to a pound perch. That's the only ones I saw that were tags in them yeah. that were caught. There, there might have been some other, you know, sometimes. No, I,
1: I was there when they were tagging them. That's um, what they were. And they were all of that yeah. nature. It was pretty, I thought, kind of the biggest fish we've tagged.
0: Now, there's been some in some smaller catfish before, mm-hmm. you know, they're half, and a, half a pound or whatever. I know it's great time, yep, always great time at the kids' fishing derby. A couple of lifetime uh, fishing license given away, one with the drawing, one uh, Riesel was the young man that won the kids' you know, casting contest, only one to get it in the boat into the uh, swimming pool. Cool, and then Caleb. Had the, the dads, the moms and dads had their own f- casting contest. And Caleb went, came away with the win. Bunches of, of uh, bottles of seasoning, a grill, some charcoal that he got to take home.
1: That was a good little prize was, right yeah, there. Yeah, pretty
0: good prize pack. for We've never really done anything for the parents. It's always been for the kids. So oh, That's works. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was a good idea. Great deal there. So wrapping that up, it was fun. Uh, okay, so what uh, that, that was kind of Saturday morning, then all of a sudden, by mid-afternoon Saturday into even yesterday, your Rangers have officially just fired it out there. They're going for it. Yeah, I it was
1: funny, too, because Friday night I was uh, monitoring the Ranger game and got frustrated, and I yelled at my phone, trade for a pitcher already! It's like they heard me, and yeah, they're getting Mad Max, Max Scherzer, to come on in, and it... It, yeah, it, it screams going for it, right? That was the need going in if they wanted to make a run was to solidify their rotation and their bullpen, which they did that too yesterday, I think. It it screams going for it. So uh, although the bats have gone cold, uh, at least this last series they have, um, I don't doubt they'll come back around. But is the pitching that – because all has been put on the IL, which disappoints me because he was on – He was on the docket to pitch on this coming Saturday, the game I was going to be at, but now maybe Scherzer could pitch. I don't know how soon that could happen. But um, um, that would definitely, you know, if as long as Evalde is out, Scherzer, if he can be of all-star quality, that definitely makes this team better. So they're definitely going for it. It's exciting. And I think they're done on the trade market. Um, They got exactly what they needed uh, with rotation and bullpen will help. So I'm excited about it. I like the moves. They've all graded out well. Everything I've read.
0: Yeah, this is one of those man. <clears throat> if I was a Ranger fan, and maybe you don't make this, maybe this move doesn't happen.
1: If they're not where they're at right now,
0: or if Degrom is healthy, that too. And and, it, and then so you think about okay, if he could ever be healthy, because Scherzer's going to be there next year also. He he went ahead and he well he had to waive a no-trade clause, which he did, and then he signed up for next year. So the Rangers have him for the remainder of this contract and they're not paying it all either. So that's a, that's a good thing that Texas got out of this as well. Uh, But yeah, you put, man, you think about the possibilities. If you had Uvalde, you had a healthy DeGrom, Scherzer, Jordan Montgomery, all of a sudden, I mean, you got guys like John Gray that have pitched well, that you're looking for a spot yeah. in the rotation for, as opposed, you know, it's it's amazing it's like how Gray, fast things can yeah, change. Yeah, when
1: Gray's good, he's good. When when he needs good, he's good. So it it turns into what's always been the problem for the Rangers has been the rotation, has been pitching. It turns them in if they're good and healthy, and we're we're talking late next season because that's about the timeline for Degrom. If you're lucky, There turns them into probably the best rotation in baseball if they're all healthy and playing at that all-star quality like Scherzer, we know can, and, of course, DeGrom, Evaldi was or is an all-star this year. That's a heck of a rotation. Heck of a rotation.
0: Yeah, the one thing is, so is Scherzer more name than substance?
1: We're about to find out. Yeah, that's why I said, if you get him at all-star quality, I mean, he's a future Hall of Famer, easy. But he's given up a lot of home runs this year. So I don't think the Mets were sad to see him go, and the Mets are kind of in—they're kind of like, all right, let's start over, pushing the reset. You hope that doesn't carry over. Maybe a new, you know, change of scenery, change of uniform. You see that that helps people, helps guys, and then maybe it's refreshing for him to go, okay, I'm on a contender now. It's time for me to be Mad Max again. Let's go. So we'll see. And I'm hoping—I'm—I am crossing my fingers and knocking on wood that I see it on Saturday.
0: Any worries about what you gave up and, the, and what, what uh, Acuna could be considering what his brother is?
1: Yeah, I know. I, uh, it is what it is. I, I No worries, really. I was The biggest fear for me was giving up guys that were drafted very high the last two or three years, uh, lighter, you know, guys like that. Didn't see those names go, so, no, nah, it – you, I mean, you're not going to get anything for give get these guys for nothing. I'm okay with what they gave up. They've drafted well, and their reform system is developed well. So we'll, I mean, we'll see if like those guys that they kept. Um, I'm sure there is inquiries about them, but I'm not too concerned. And then, of course, you know, I was, you always worry about well, you know, you don't want to give a guy like Young or somebody, you know, a, a hot rookie right now just to. Get a guy like Scherzer who could may or may not be all-star quality to get you over the top, but then you've given up your third baseman that could be a quality guy for who knows how long. And they didn't have to do that.
0: You know what I think? What you think? I think Jordan Montgomery is going to be a more important piece down the stretch than Max Scherzer is. I see that. I I think that – These are all good gets. Yeah, they are. They, They really are, and Montgomery's been really good. Uh, For the for the Cardinals, how cool
1: is it in the AL West? You got obviously Houston, who's Houston. You got Texas, who's telling us this weekend they're going for it. Angels saying we're keeping Otani, we're making trades. They made another one this weekend. They're going for it. Mariners are pretty decent. I don't know what they've done in the trade market yet, or haven't really paid attention to them. I mean, that's a I love that as far as divisional competition is concerned. You got a lot of teams that are really really going, and then there's Oakland, but. I love it. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, the Mariners just had to trade with the Mets.
1: See, Mets are just – I think they're selling. Clearly, right? They're selling.
0: It looks like it. So what's next between now and 5 o'clock tomorrow? Speaking of the – Like baseball? All of baseball? Yeah, speaking of the Mets.
1: I think the blockbusters are more or less done for me. I feel like the – Scherzer, so far that's been the biggest name moved. I, I not hearing or seeing a lot of rumors about any other bigger names like that.
0: Well, do you consider moved. Justin Verlander a big name still? Yeah, is he, I mean, he's
1: yeah, he's he's with the Mets, right? He's yep. He could be. He could probably, probably one out of there. I don't know if he's requested anything. There's a
0: lot of smoke about him going back. to Houston going back to Houston? Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Looking at this article. Uh, David Schoenfeld has written on ESPN.com, um, kind of given odds of what might happen with some of the bigger guys, he gives him a 30% chance of being traded, <clears throat> and Houston is certainly right there in that mix. That'd be pretty interesting with those two guys, those two names mm-hmm. getting together and then now kind of going going their separate ways. Um,
1: I real I tell you what, man. The, the I also saw an article of uh, oh uh, the rivalry that is brooding. I mean, it already was a rivalry with uh, Houston and Texas, but now that they're competing for the division, you know, there's a little scuffle the last that game three of their last series when they met up. I was really hoping that the Rangers would get oh. Uh, Oh my God! Names escaped me. He went back to to the Dodgers. Oh, Joe Kelly, <laughs> because of Joe <laughs> Kelly's personal feud with Houston. How fun would that have been to see him in a Ranger uniform with substance and, and pitching against Houston late in the year or even in postseason? And give him the giving them that look <laughs> as he walks back to the to the dugout.
0: Uh, some other name. It looks Cardinals are really kind of they're they're trying to retool without breaking it down if that makes sense yeah so you, you you've heard some rumblings last week going into the weekend of you know Arenado Goldschmidt this article doesn't give that much of a chance to, to to happening but like Jack Flaherty 85% chance that he's out of there uh, from St. Louis the Padres I think are really interesting in what they decide they are what they decide they they want to do because, you know, think back to the preseason. The Padres were a, r- a lot of people's pick to win the whole thing. And they just haven't put it together. But with the amount of talent they have, uh, you can understand that they think, okay, it just takes a couple of really good weeks of baseball. Next thing you know, we're right there. Back in, the, you know, back in the playoff hunt, back in the wild card hunt. Uh, the problem with that is, like, Snell, Blake Snell and Josh Hader, both will be free agents at the end of the season. So do you just kind of saddle up and ride whatever momentum you've created now trying to to get to where you thought you'd be and and make a playoff run, and then once you get in the playoffs, there's probably not a bunch of teams that want to play you? Or do you try to kind of replenish farm system or what have you by trading those guys that that are free agents at the end of the season?
1: It's almost a mini Otani scenario. Because I guess I've actually seen, I've
0: seen Juan Soto's name. Then he's not in this this particular article, but yeah, it's like man.
1: In this case, I'd say keep him and go for it. You can get the postseason. Like you're you're right. There's a lot of teams that don't want to play those guys.
0: So they are five games. It's almost exactly like the Angels. Five games back, wild card wise, in the loss mm-hmm. column. With now. 55 games left differences between the angels and the Padres. There's only two teams that Los Angeles would have to, to leap in the AL. There's like four that San Diego would have to leap to get to that NL wild card. So, and it's not Otani. It's just, so that, that's another, another place to be looking here in the next couple of days. Um, but at least on the surface you're right when you when you start reading these articles about grading the trades and da 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 feels like everybody that writes about baseball loves what your Rangers have done so far to kind of stock up to try to make a run at uh, the division and then of course get in the playoffs and who knows what happens from there
1: just get to the postseason and you never know Health will play a big factor into it, always does, not just in pitching. I mean, with with guys like Garcia, uh, I think still out, Uh, a couple others. But um, just get to the postseason, see what happens. It's going to be a fun run for especially the AL West between Houston and Texas because they're neck and neck at this point.
0: Yeah, one game lead right now for Texas, which that's shrunk considerably.
1: Getting swept by San Diego doesn't help. But, yeah,
0: uh... <clears throat> and you wonder how much that that sweep propels San Diego to be more of a buyer than a seller. Yeah, coming up the next couple of yep. days, give them a little bit of hope that maybe they didn't have going into that weekend. Anyhow, baseball is going to be fun. It's. Have you seen the attendance numbers? No. The no. attendance numbers all across baseball? No, they're just skyrocketing. they are good. Yes. Well, good which is nice I don't know how good the TV numbers are which kind of matters more but anyhow people are actually going to the park right now MLB attendance is up 9% that's the high it's the biggest increase since 1998 and remember what happened in 1998 yeah. coming off of coming off of the strike in 94 98 is when McGuire and Sosa chased one of the most hallowed records in all of baseball that single season home run record. Uh, that uh, just was passed last year by Aaron Judge of Roger Maris. Yeah, he's now the record holder. I don't know, that 98, just forget about what happened then, or bonds later on. When your head's as big as a watermelon, it doesn't count.
1: Couldn't have said it better myself.
0: So, uh, but anyway, yeah, people are going to the games. And and you asked me, and this article makes uh, alludes to it, why? Well, a big part of it, I think, is those – pitch clock rules that were implemented for this year and as so as of may 31st average nine inning game was two hours and 39 39 minutes that has to be what 30 minutes less than what it has been i mean there's there's no doubt that 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 average was above three hours yeah going into this year so that's it's had the desired effect in a lot of ways, it's made the game faster. And oh, by the way, it's made it more intriguing for people to go watch. I can't wait for you to to be in the stands and see if you notice a noticeable a noticeable difference in the way that the game is played and, and how quick how much quicker it goes. Right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I remember being apprehensive about it, thinking, "Who cares?" I I plan if I'm going to a game, I plan my entire day. I don't care if it lasts two and a half hours or three and a half hours. I plan my whole day around it. But it, it, clearly it's working. Clearly people are more interested in going to shorter games. I don't think it's affected the quality of play by any means. Do you? I don't. Uh, and we're still seeing good It was baseball, a big deal.
0: And, uh... It seemed like it was going to be a big deal back in spring training when you're seeing guys called with third strikes standing there. Mm-hmm. Haven't noticed it near as much as the seasons wore along.
1: Interesting point was brought up. I was just watching a random game. It was a Mets game, uh, ironically. Uh, I think it was like. Friday night, and I just had it on, or Thursday night, and they were talking about they were outside. You know, we're in this heat wave across the country. Obviously, they play outside in New York at a Shay's Is it still Shea?
0: No, no, Citibank or city, something. Like yeah. That, yeah, but city field. talking
1: about how pitchers now, because of this pitch clock and have in playing in heat like that, have to kind of be in better shape because of the pace of play is picked up for them, and they're questioning the quality of pitches about midway through a game when you're pitching in 100 degree heat and having to you know speed up your process um it was a good i mean it was just a talking point and i don't think there's any data to support one way or the other for it but it's something to think about but i i don't think it affects quality of play i really don't
0: yeah the, sp- the sped up game i don't i don't either i also wonder how much the increase is because there's, a, there's certain places that haven't been very good that are right now. And it seems like kind of of baseball towns. Baltimore, you know, the Orioles. They're good. They're good. Cincinnati hasn't been very good in a while. They're good. Texas hasn't made the playoffs since 2016. They're good. And And a new stadium. It's the
1: first time they're good in this new stadium. That is air-conditioned, by the way.
0: See, I think of all the people, of all the the fans of baseball teams, Texas fans realize, I do think – Maybe it's not because of the pitch count, but if it's hot, the pitchers wear down in the heat. There's a reason why there's a new stadium there that's air conditioned. Think about – and that's a huge factor. As cool as the ballpark in Arlington was, it's also the hottest place on earth. Yeah. And I don't think you see a DeGrom. I don't even think you see a Scherzer if it's still outside and hot. You may not see those guys either agree to yeah. sign or agree to waive the trade, no trade clause, to, to go to Texas. And you
1: probably don't see me going to the game because my wife wouldn't agree <laughs> yeah. to go yeah. to a game in August at this point.
0: Yeah, can you imagine uh, until the last couple of years? Say, so you know what I want to do? I think I'll go to a Ranger game in August, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, no. Nope. No thank you. It seems like death. Yeah. <laughs> Uh baseball's fun and it's it's just going to get more fun coming down the stretch and you know I think there's a lot of people really hoping and I know it is, as far as baseball people with with the league and and all that really hoping that somehow some way you could see the Angels
1: get to the postseason. Get to the postseason.
0: Right. Somehow some way get there.
1: If not, them. at least
0: just for one game, right? <laughs> at least just to see Otani pitch once,
1: right? Or what about Cincinnati? <clears throat> right? And Cincinnati, yeah, I think that guy, uh, Dela Cruz, De Cruz, yeah, that dude is getting more popular, and he's turning into that marketable guy. Uh, kind of a guy like it. Kind of reminds me of. I'm not comparing his play to him, but like Ken Griffey Jr., how cool he was in his prime when he was just the kid who can swing the bat and just play the game. That's what De La Cruz kind of reminds me of. They got an opportunity. Baseball has an opportunity. They've kind of swung and missed with Mike Trout, and hopefully, we're not seeing them swing and miss with Otani and marketing him. But if they can do it with De La Cruz, it's a good opportunity here. Yeah,
0: the good news is they Love can't see him in postseason. They can't hardly even screw up Otani. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they they really can't just because he's such a phenomenon that no that we just haven't seen. Like Even baseball can't screw that up, no matter how hard they try. They will try. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Conference realignment. So Colorado officially joined the Big 12 coming up next year uh, at the end of last week. So the Buffaloes will be returning. Uh, it's It's such perfect timing, and I have to wonder how much of this is timing – how much of this was planned by the, by some of the other leagues? Big 12, for instance, with the TV deals changing, the playoffs coming also, the change to the playoff. And then the Pac-12's deal running out. I mean, a huge part of this is because the Pac-12 couldn't get a deal done to lock those guys in. And so now they're essentially free agents because yeah. they don't have to pay anything. There, there's no grant of rights to their media um, deals, because there's not one in place, and so it's really just kind of a free for all. Colorado being the first domino, how many more by next year? The you know the first year of the quote unquote new Big Twelve, and there's no strings attaching any of those Pac-12 schools to make them stay past this year. So when we when we're setting here a year from now. How many teams are going to be in the Big 12?
1: 16.
0: So you think they had three more?
1: hmm uh, I'm very – they're not going to settle for 13. And 14 at this point seems like a low, low number compared, you know, obviously to the Big 10 and SEC. I think there's a strong push for three more. Don't ask me who. I have a ranking of who I would think would be awesome in the Big 12 and who we'd want. But I think three. I think this new commissioner is very proactive. He went and got Deion Sanders in Colorado, which is great. For We talk about marketing. It's great. Uh, I think it's a win-win for both the school and the conference. Uh, and uh, 13, just come on. You, you got to go for at least 14. Again, it's a small number in today's conference world of college football. I think he finds three more somewhere.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt there would be one more. Right. The question is, is it going to be one or three?
1: I, he, I think he'd want to get three more, but he might settle is, with one.
0: I, I think five is getting a little much. Not necessarily that he they wouldn't do it. I just don't know if you can get agreement. The, the more you read about, you know, Utah would seem like such a perfect fit why,
1: why doesn't anybody want utah i've I, been seeing this they banter don't on Twitter they don't want any
0: part of being in the conference with byu it looks like to me just from what i read from fans and some different things being written but is that written. really
1: does that really weigh more than hitching your wagon to a failing pac-12 conference
0: and see that's uh, I, the, I wonder that Seems
1: too prideful i, mean, I just, wonder
0: if it's just posturing but there's no reason to posture it's not like if you Maybe you just don't want to be the bad guy that brings it all down. I I don't. But what what the heck does Utah have? They that's the craziest thing. What allegiance do they have to the Pac-12? They just got in it. Right. It'd be one thing if it was like you know Cal and Stanford, but they you know Utah hasn't been in that league for a decade. No. What does it matter?
1: I mean, they are the reigning Pac-12 champs. Is that something that they think? has cachet right now.
0: It shouldn't. Here's the truth of it. There's an arrogance within the Pac-12 and there has been dating back think of think of how drastically different everything could look starting in what, 2010. When it looked like some sort of configuration of OU Texas, OSU, Tech, you know whatever it was. Yeah was heading out there when you know, Nebraska, Colorado, Mizzou, and a and announced they were jumping ship. But there, there was an arrogance about it. No, you know, you're not a Pac-12 school. And then as soon as OU and Texas left the SEC, once again, no, we don't want you. And that's what's going to bring them down, that arrogance. And maybe they don't care. Maybe they're so – but I, I can't believe Utah is this way. I can believe Stanford and Cal Cal are this way. Yeah. Of oh, we don't care. We're just so much smarter than you. We're so much better than you. (laughs) Our our schools are so much better than yours. But Utah fits in that mold. Arizona. What's Arizona State doing? I just don't get some Uh, of it. Maybe, maybe they just they truly believe that they're going to be able to save this thing. I just don't see how when push comes to shove it seems like arizona's might tweet it out at any point that the university of arizona is headed this way Hmm. at that point how much pressure does that put on oregon washington arizona state utah yeah i did see that uh oregon state pledged their allegiance to the pac 12 i bet they did (laughs) yeah
1: who wants them yeah i bet they did (laughs) who wants oregon state (laughs) Well, good for you, Oregon State.
0: So it's just – man, I just – maybe it's just posturing. Maybe it's just trying to appease whoever they're trying to appease or not. I mean, obviously it didn't bother Colorado. Colorado. They just said, you know what? You guys haven't done what you promised. See you, bye. So at the end of the day, one or
1: three? I'm going to be – okay, I think eventually it will be three. But if you're asking me for this time next year – they're about to start the new – or they've already about 30 days in. I think one more. I think they'll make it 14. So one more, I would believe. But, but it wouldn't shock me to see three more. Yeah. But that's asking a lot. <clears throat> between, I mean, in less than 12 months to get three
0: more. Yeah, but there's nothing holding them there. Yeah, that's right. That, that, that's right. This is why this one's so much different than the rest of them. The rest of them took time because – One, it was an extra year ticking off of what you owed with the grant of rights and all that stuff. There is nothing Nothing. here. right? And you wouldn't think there's any... Even if Kliakoff has some kind of TV package, which it's obvious he doesn't have... He might have numbers that are satisfactory for the schools, but he doesn't have the exposure that's satisfactory for the schools. I.e., yeah, he's got he can play ball money wise with what the Big 12 and the in the ACC have currently, but it's going to be a lot of streaming and not as much over the air, not in normal ways of being able to watch college football. It's clear he doesn't have that or he already would have announced it. And then maybe Colorado's not you know don't you think that these the schools have seen what he's got
1: oh yeah don't don't or you think Not got yeah
0: <clears throat> yeah and if he's got nothing then obviously that changes too but that's the one the one caveat in just everybody leaving that leaving that conference is are they trying to talk themselves into okay the money's going to be similar but are we really wanting to go down the streaming road And fully invest in the streaming when everybody else doesn't have to yet.
1: If they wanted to do the streaming thing, and I've said this years ago, they should have started maybe with Amazon Prime or Roku, I don't know, something, where start their own Pac-12 streaming network that just streams the smaller sports. And maybe archive some games from the past or something like that. Establish themselves as a, you know, as a stream, like, you know, be a, be a, a pioneer of it, you know. But to jump headfirst in with, okay, we're going to have our games on this streaming network with Amazon Prime. That's incredibly risky. And you talk about exposure. Not everyone's going to want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I mean, listen, I always, always look at it like this sometimes you know we've talked about it when the nfl is doing streaming games on thursday you know there's a certain crowd that cannot figure that out and the pac-12 has established alumni and fans that have been you know dating back way back cal and stanford rivalry and all that you know they're not gonna want to you're gonna lose them I mean, if you're trying to stream stuff.
0: <clears throat> the NFL is unbeatable. And I think they found out just a little bit of that. They got the money, but I think they found out a little bit with that Amazon Prime, like it's not ten years from now, that may be the only Maybe. way we're watching it. Yeah. But right now it's still kind of it's that's not quite it, man. And that and that's just that's just consuming the games just to consume them and watch them then you throw a whole nother layer onto this when you think about the gambling aspect of the of everything in sports and how i mean gosh it's it's so you you can literally make live bets as the score changes Mm -hmm. and how much that the lag and some of the streaming really hurts that product and everything's kind of so tied in together. I think it's three. I think they end up with three. Now, rank if you if you were Brett, your mark. Rank what's left what's out what's there. The
1: draft board look like. For yes, him? who's who's number one on his list? Who he should go get? Well, it's all about the money, and you know, it's about being in places he's the Big Twelve is not. And they're not on the West Coast. They're kind of on the East Coast with West Virginia. But I, So keep that in mind. And then quality of school. And, and not just school, but athletic program, obviously. I would start with Oregon. I think that would be the guy. Because of, I think, the most, most obtainable school. More likely to pick up the phone and listen to you. And, of course, the quality of, of the athletic program. You get Nike. You get the... West Coast, Northwest Region. So that would be my number one go-to school to try to get if I'm your mark.
0: I think I agree. But I wonder if we put too much too much stock in the on-field, on-court, Nike, when we think about Oregon. I was listening to Gottlieb the other day and talking about this exact with Mark, and he had Oregon – Pretty like he, he didn't even know if it was a good idea for the Big Twelve. Because they they don't bring what you think they bring, if that makes sense. You know, you'd think they would be the, for sure the prize. I would. But then when he started mentioning it, you know, it's it's a small market. Uh how much do they really care outside of Nike? It's a small stadium. You know, Odson's loud, but it's not very big. And then it's, you know, the travel part of it, which I, I think eventually we're just gonna have to get over that, right? <laughs> We're yeah. going to have conferences spanning the, and, and this one would, from Orlando, Florida to Portland, Oregon. I mean, it's hard to get too much further away from each other than that in the United States. So I would agree. I, I think the cachet of Oregon, uh, the coolness of Oregon, I, I, to me, they are number one, and I just don't, I don't see how it could be anybody else.
1: Number two for me. <clears throat> Now we're going West Coast, and we're we've we we are focusing hyper focusing on Pac-12 because they just seemed more obtainable. You can just get them because of the TV deals we're talking about. But a school that's not incredibly happy with their conference and maybe looking around, or they just might be holding out for the SEC. But you might pick up the phone and try to call Florida State, see what their interests would be. Well, hey, Big Twelve, we're, we're just got in the got in the state of Florida. Won't you be the big big dog Florida's team in the Big Twelve?
0: See, I was only thinking West. But yeah. I look at
1: this question like everybody all over yeah. the place. I
0: don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think there's a couple of problems. One, how in the world are they going to pay to get out of their deal that runs through twenty thirty six? Yeah, I mean. It, yeah, Here, here's the crazy yeah. thing: the Big Twelve just inked a brand new TV contract. Guess what? They get to do it again before the ACC does. <laughs> They're going to have right. two uh, before before the ACC has uh, is out of this long, long-term deal, which we know Florida State's unhappy with. We've seen right uh, people down there. That's an interesting one. I didn't. I just stayed west. My next one would be Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Oregon and Washington. They, they really feel like. They're more of a package than anybody else out there, right? If you get one, you're going to get the other, Pacific Northwest, and both strong – Washington's got a really strong tradition in football. Oh, yeah, they do. You know, and so that's where I would go. And then the one that I think is about to happen – let me ask you, would you go Arizona State or Arizona first? Arizona. Just because you can get them?
1: Well, once in a blue moon, they're okay in football, but you get the basketball program, which I think your mark really likes. I think he takes a lot of quality in the basketball. I mean, he he sees what he's got. I got Kansas. I'm getting Houston, <clears throat> Cincinnati.
0: Mm-hmm. I you know wonder how much OSU. I wish we were just a little bit more plugged in that way because I wonder. I mean, it, to me, it seems like if you get Arizona, you get Phoenix. But is that true? Tucson's Tucson's quite a ways from there. And it's a much smaller place whereas Tempe is basically Phoenix mm-hmm. with Arizona State right there. I don't I mean I would have said Arizona State. But I do get the I get the basketball for sure. I mean, the Wildcats have been one of those teams ever since we've been alive. It's just kind of been either really really good or pretty good. a majority of our lifetime at least in basketball yeah yeah those two would be there and then i guess utah somewhere after that
1: yeah i got utah in there i mentioned florida state because of how they're unhappy with the acc and and again i really think they're just waiting for something to work out for them to join the sec but imagine getting miami too imagine getting the florida state miami robbery in a conference in your conference how fun would that be
0: clemson's there
1: I mean Clemson, uh, North Carolina. Yeah. I mean the eight, listen. The ACC isn't as on stable ground as some would think. There are schools that aren't like you mentioned the TV deal. They're not happy with it. So they could be I mean they'd listen. But the realistic obtainable schools are those Pac-12 schools.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Just because a, a big part of it is them not having to pay a dime to leave. Right. Yeah, here's the text. I watch I watch all day saturday college football but with the tv changes and some of the streaming i may just be able to watch my guys be able to find you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and how many viewers does that lose that's a great question because part of it i I agree with some of it but then you look on the other side so you're 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 gaining an nbc night game for the big Ten. That's never been, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, I mean, there's the the major networks, 4, 5, and 9, will all have something. Yeah. Fox, have some. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, that'll be, but, but it, those are going to be showcase games for, at least out of this area. Very rare will you see Oklahoma or Oklahoma State in, in one of those. It would have to be a non-conference thing before it gets started, so it's it's going to be something to watch for sure because I think the conferences and I think the networks feel like they're improving just because they're using the bigger channels but when you slash your audience of say 1.3 million down to 600 grand because people can't find it where they're used to finding it how long does that take for for you know just to go okay see you bye and lose them forever. Now, last one. you mentioned um, because you mentioned Florida State. Some wild Big Ten rumors out there.
1: I haven't heard these. Help me out here. What I've What'd read,
0: you? I've read a couple of different things. One that the Big Ten this week will add Oregon, Washington, Florida State, and Clemson.
1: So no, whoa,
0: what? <laughs> yeah, Oregon, Washington, <laughs> Florida State, and Clemson. Would you get them to what twenty? Because it'll be 16 with USC and UCLA coming in. Okay, I've seen that one. Um, it's long been rumored, though, that like North Carolina would be toward the top of the Big Ten wish list. Big school, state school, can You know what I'm saying? That really, that's more of the Big Ten model of schools, like North Carolina, Virginia. Big, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the school. But yeah, I saw that one, which would be crazy. Don't Florida State and Clemson, don't they feel like they're destined to be in the SEC if everything goes to breaking up? Yes. I think so too. I don't know about Miami, just because a small private school, the way it is, that, that doesn't really fit the SEC model much, right? Vanderbilt's not, there is. I don't
1: know. Miami, maybe.
0: But I think they would be behind Florida State and Clemson, at least in the SEC mind, on yeah. their wish list. Yeah. Last one, then we gotta take a break because we're about to run out of time. Where's Notre Dame end up?
1: Uh in South Bend.
0: Never joining <laughs> a conference ever.
1: You talk about that pompous pride attitude. Come on. That's Notre Dame's forte. You're like, hey. We've been good without a conference all this time. Why join now?
0: There's only one way that would happen.
1: None of these rumors involve Notre Dame.
0: No, no. The only way they're joining is if they have to. If they're left out. Yeah. You know, once you get the playoff stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, it's hard to see it, right? Yeah. We're going to be able to welcome back the Western Oklahoma Realty College Pick'Em Contest. Tyler, Robbie, all the gang down at Western Oklahoma Realty, People Before Property is their motto. They will be with us throughout the season. For those of you that did uh, play this game last year, it's going to be exactly the same way. We're picking winners against the spread all year long. Not going to tell you what the prize package is just, just yet before I get it completely firmed up, but let me promise you, it is going to be a good one. A very good prize pack for this year. Uh, Just got in the process of getting that set back up. Once we do, we'll announce it right here. We'll put it on our Facebook page to give you an easy link to sign up and play along. Games start, uh, the first week is September the 2nd, so that Labor Day weekend will be the first, uh, won't pick week zero, pick week one. So Western Oklahoma Realty College pick them coming back with a improved prize package for the winner. It's going to be a lot of fun. What do we had like eighty some played last year. Oh yeah, I'm going to guess we get into triple digits this time. Starting to talk about it a little bit early, and I'm telling you, you were going to you were going to be shocked when you hear what the winner's going to get.
1: It's a big secret
0: it is right now cuz i haven't it's just still got to confirm it it's been mentioned to me that people want to give stuff oh, i love it i just got to uh, nail that down i love it nail that down so that we can announce it <clears throat> but like i said i'll get that set up here today tomorrow start firing it out there for everyone to get their get signed up an easy link out there and we'll uh, we'll have fun with that all year long like we did last year Thank you to Tyler. Thank you to Robbie. Thank you to everybody down at Western Oklahoma Realty for participating with the contest again this year. All right, Jared, college football will stay here. There's something that's really starting to bother me. Yeah, what is this? As we head into the college football season. Starting to see different lists and different rankings of teams, of players. And I've seen multiple rankings of top whatever 10, 15, 20, whatever, of the best quarterback in the nation coming into this season. I know people around here don't like him. I know people around here felt betrayed by what he did. But, Jared, is it anything but just being contrarian to be contrarian to name anybody not named Caleb Williams? As the number one quarterback going into college football this season. It's
1: to get the clicks and to get the reaction and to all of that. Or you just, for some reason, well, if you're an OU fan, you have reasons, like like you mentioned, just because you don't like the kid, so you're not going to put him at number one. But come on. He's the returning Heisman winner. His skill set, we've seen it here in North, or saw it here at OU. We saw what he did at USC. Without him at USC, kind of like when – he came in for for uh, the Sooners. They're maybe a seven win team.
0: We saw it
1: we, exactly. Listen, who is putting this? Who's put, I've seen, putting? I, I've seen I've seen two or
0: three different ones just kind of pop up on Twitter uh, of of guys that want to rank. Mike Farrell was one of them. <clears throat> and then I'm thinking, okay, he's been a rivals guy for all this time. Is he just ranking? drake may high because he had him high coming out of high school and he wants to show that he's right you know what i'm saying i mean but i mean how high did he have Caleb williams
1: man he was high on everybody's list coming out
0: right so that's just silly to me that's very silly it's just contrarian to be contrarian because and i might be able to give the benefit of the doubt if you wanted to talk about like pro prospects, and for some reason, Drake May's higher on in somebody's mind than you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but not in college football. The guy who won the Heisman Trophy last year with the team that the year before him had four wins. And if that's not enough for you, the team that he left went from 11 and 2 to 6 and 7. And I think we could all agree that if Caleb Williams would have been the quarterback at OU, they win. Three or four of those games because we saw him do it the year before. Right. Games that they, that OU never should have won. He pulled out of the fire. Just him by himself. With crazy plays we've never seen. And so uh, that just, it's just bothering me.
1: I wonder if the, they're playing the odds. It, now, again, it's not a list of Heisman can. See if it was that I
0: wouldn't have such a problem. Because
1: it's hard to win at twice two in a row. It's only happened one time. Two time Heisman winner. It's only happened one time. And there's been other opportunities and it just hasn't happened. So there's probably that anticipation of a of a down year compared to his Heisman year. But that's not what this list is. The list is who is the best quarterback right. going in and he should be leaps and bounds the number one guy. Completely agree with that. for the record i don't not like caleb williams i didn't like the situation of how it went down he tried his best to save face on that deal played the bowl game all that but um so just for the record i just you know have more disdain for lincoln riley in the way oh for sure but for sure and i get as a career thing you follow the guy who recruited you totally get that
0: yeah billy's right some people won't vote for him Maybe even because he would win it back-to-back. You know, there's there's a lot of weirdness with that. Yeah. Also, with the conference realignment talk, Bill's exactly right. The networks have probably talked to the Pac-12 schools about moving to the Big 12. You know they have. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yep. Yeah. And probably talked to the Big 12 about which one they'd rather have. All the way around. No doubt about it. Yep. Yeah no doubt about it. It'll be an interesting next week or so because I think you'll see I think Arizona you'll I, that's announcing it, just everything that I've read the next day too by Wednesday I think Arizona is there and now the question becomes is that it or will we see a couple more And I wonder at this point at the big 12, is it Oregon, Washington, or bust? Mm. If they can't get Oregon and Washington, would they take Arizona State and Utah?
1: Oh, why not? I mean, they went and got, but that was a different commissioner. But they got Houston, Cincinnati, Central Florida.
0: Yeah, but now they have power. Now yeah. they have leverage. Yeah, now
1: they do have a lot of leverage.
0: Yeah, they're not—they're not the—they're not, the, not the desperate guy at the end of the night. At this point, they're that cool dude. Dancing around with all the hot ones early on in the evening. Mm-hmm. Be a little bit more selective. Or maybe they don't want to be. It's gonna be fun. It is going to be fun. And that'll do it. Don't forget, I'll get that set up. Western Oklahoma Realty Pick'em coming back at you for the college football season. Coach Maynard coming up Wednesday at nine thirty. Everyone have a wonderful Monday. Try to stay cool out there. Stay hydrated we will be back tomorrow. Skinny on Sports. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening.
1: That ball is blistered to right. Way. Well-